Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of Real Talk, where I say the things that people merely think about um, with love, because I believe that's a huge problem in the world today is people don't know what they don't know. And so today I'm really going to dive deep into the spiritual warfare that a lot of people have scales on their eyes to, especially believers. Um, so make sure you lean into this. Um, and most importantly, just believe. Also, if you would like and subscribe to this podcast, you can get the latest updates and be sure to get signed up for the next at the well retreat, May 5th through the 7th, 2023 in Maria Stein, Ohio, the spots filled halfway on the first day. So don't miss it, friends. In Joshua chapter one, I believe it says that he will give you every place you set your feet. So this past week, my husband and I uh, went on an impromptu cruise. Uh, we haven't been able to cruise for the last three years uh, because of our beliefs. We've been, you know, we were discriminated against and now pretty much it's a <laughs> honor <laughs> kind of a did you are you positive or do you go get a home test and take it and you don't even really have to take it you just scan the code and just put yeah i was negative on our system so anyway um i could go down that but i'm not going to go down that i was just so from the minute we walked on the boat i had so many moments of man checking my own faith because i i anybody you meet i have the most faith of anybody you'll ever meet (laughs) And I think a lot of that is just because I test him and a lot of people don't test him. So they never see the goodness of God. They don't see his promises and fulfillment because they won't move their feet. Well, in Joshua it says, I will give you every place you set your feet. So my husband and I completely unplugged. We didn't buy the internet. Um, we went to connect. We live, um, we call it 13 week year. It's really 13 weeks. It's from the 12 week year book. And my husband is I guess his genius zone. He maps out these 90 day plans we crush it. And then we go away for a week. So since we were able to on a cruise and I remember walking on the cruise and thinking to myself, man, I was thinking I was never going to be able to experience this again. And one of the things I love about cruises is if you don't buy the internet, there's no option to connect. So for five days, because we started in Miami, but I I just had my phone just off. And, um, we spent the five days on the cruise. It was the most amazing time because we connected. And I realized day two, like, what is the difference? I'm like, okay, there's no distractions. So we were completely present the whole time. So I wanted to share with you, you know, I know that my mission is to disciple people. It's pretty simple. It's everybody's mission. Jesus told us time and time again, all throughout the gospels, teach, preach, and heal. Um, before he left, you know, the great commission was go and baptize people in the name of the father, son, Holy spirit, teaching them everything I've taught you. He commanded, it wasn't a great suggestion. It was a commission. And so that's wherever you go to be a light. So we stopped off in Nassau. And first of all, let me just say this. I didn't really notice this girl who I'm going to tell you about, um, until we were on the little boat that took us to um, 
their private island, half half moon Cave, which was amazing. We were so looking forward to that because it's just the people on the ship. Um, but what I've learned in being a um a disciple for Jesus is and being a coach. It's my job to really understand people. So I have, I do deep dives and all the communication tools out there, gems, Enneagram, strengths finders, but I've really been drawn to the Enneagram and my coach, Anthony share with me a book. It's called the Enneagram from the Christian perspective. And it really teaches you the deep dive into the, the sin of our personality. You know, I talked about this on one of my uh, past podcasts. You can go listen to it. But for me, this girl, she was tattooed from head to toe. And she, you could tell she was a four. And fours, they don't really fit in. And, you know, understand we all have these in us. And I related to this girl because I've never felt like I fit in, like my home where I grew up and I did not fit in there. I was very much an outcast and very much made feel like an outcast. My gifts were too loud know, sit down and be pretty, you know, and it just never fit in. And a lot of people, they go and they become unique to themselves. But what I am something about being an empath also is I could look at, I looked at her and I saw all her pain in the artwork on her body. She had this tattoo of a butterfly right on her neck. And I was, I was almost having this conversation with her through her tattoos. And I wanted, you know, I, the Lord never gave me the go to go and kind of minister to her, connect with her, um, you know, because sometimes I have an agenda. Okay. Which he checks me on that every time. Like, I want to get her say, you know, like, uh, so the opportunity never came up, but I felt like this whole, they were a family of like, there was 10 of them. So you could tell like there were sisters that brought their kids. And I think the mom was probably there. And I just felt like this family had been through a lot of pain. And I was looking at her and she had this butterfly. One of the tattoos was a butterfly on her neck. And so butterflies symbolize like new life. And with it being on her neck, you could tell that she has felt like she couldn't be herself. Uh, she couldn't live a new life because it was being strangled at some point. You, she had a tattoo on her arm and it was a, the, the two masks, one was laughing, one was sad. So somebody has probably labeled her bipolar or whatever. And really she's just unique. So I had these experiences. That was one of them. The second one was in, in Nassau and I met, like, I met a Tinkerbell, I met a Peggy Sue and I met a girl named Tanya. So Tinkerbell and, and Peggy Sue were, as soon as you get off the boat in Nassau there, they were really hit hard through, uh, the scandemic and because everything is travel and tourism and, you know, cruises and there have not been cruise, you know, cruise industry was shut down for a year. Okay. Now they really don't care. Now it was so extreme. So now you get on the boat. They don't even do that whole thing where you stand and they teach you how to put a life jacket on. You know, it it went from one extreme, you know, you can't cruise unless you're vaccinated. You here, you know, to, Hey, do you want to know how to put this life jacket on? Do you want me to spend time sharing? No. Okay. Okay. There you go. You're done. (laughs) I mean, crazy. All right. Stay on track, Rachel, stay on track, but it was hit hard. So 
and I believe it was this way before anyways, just a very, the minute you get off, everybody is like, buy this, buy this. Ooh, your hair. Let me braid your hair. And so what I did, there were Peggy Sue and Tinkerbell, you know, they saw my hair and they really wanted to braid my hair. Well, I connected with them, asked their name, loved on them. I didn't shun them and, and, and made them feel like you're irritating me. I really took the time and they saw the light of me. They said, oh, you're a queen. I said, yes, I am, ma'am. Yes, I am. Just walking down the street, you know, people can sense your, people know your light, people can sense your energy. And there was a guy, he was standing on the corner selling something. And he was like, hey, lady, hey, like he did is like a second, like a, a double take on me. <laughs> My husband, Kurt, was just right there. It was so funny, though. Like he wasn't even shy about it. He's like, you know, and he called me a queen. He's like, you are a queen. I'm like, yes, I am, sir. And we, we went down this back street. And uh, we found there was so many stores closed, of course, but there was a guy outside and he was playing as uh, he was playing the piano. And so we're like, let's go in this store. And it was just like a small store and it had like bath salts and soap and everything was organic. And of course, we're all about that. We walk in and there's this uh, girl named Tanya working there. Such a light. And she's telling about telling us about everything. And so the Holy Spirit prompted me to engage in conversation with her because what I, I saw out there was all these people, they're not getting a lot of territory taken back because they're operating from a place of scarcity. And the Lord sent me down to the worst part of town to find this girl. Isn't that interesting? That's just how the woman at the well was. Jesus where most people traveled miles around to avoid the town of Sakar, Jesus went straight to it. So I found this girl and Jesus, you know, was speaking to her. And I was just telling her, I said, Hey, listen, I just want you to know, God wants me to tell you this, that you're a leader and that I want you to operate from a place of mission. And I want you to chase mission. And I don't want you to chase money. I want you to be in a scarcity mindset because you daughter have the power to change this whole Island. You one person, one person, just like the woman at the well, she went and told the whole town to come back. She brought back the whole entire town. One broken woman who was shunned by everybody had to go at the hottest time in the middle of the day to get the water because she was shunned because she was a mixed race. She had been married five times, living with somebody who she wasn't married to. And I spoke life into her and, and, and told her about herself. Like you are so gifted. You were so young. You have the power to change this whole community. Chase that mission. And as I was leaving, the Holy Spirit prompted me to say one more thing. I turned around and I said, Tanya, she said, yeah. And I go, faith without works is dead. I said, you can know all this stuff and you can go seek all this stuff. Cause I told her, I said, you got to go seek now, you know, your training is starting now. And I think a lot of people, you know, we just had the experience with a young guy that used to work for us. You know, he doesn't understand the journey part. Like son, he wants it now. And he really is missing out on opportunities. He doesn't work for us anymore, but because he wants it now and he doesn't want the journey. And I remember being there and friends, it's all about the journey, all about the journey and who you become, 
Okay. Because it's like, you don't realize if you want this big goal, you, who's it you need to become to do that. So I said that to her and she's like, I got you. So as we're leaving, you know, we, we meet this boy at the gate and he, uh, it, and he's one of those people, just like the woman at the well, didn't have a name, <laughs> you know, like there's these people in the Bible, like they didn't get names. So he is the boy at the gate. All right. And he was checking our card to get back on the ship or whatever. And he was like, Hey, would you like to help me pay for college? And so my husband and I were like, well, what do you want to go to school for? And he was like, IT. And I go, sir, boy, son, you don't need to go to college to learn that. That's called school of hard knocks. You look that up, you can figure out how to do it. And you learn how to build a business. You don't need to go to college to get in debt to teach you that you can teach that school of hard knocks, right? So he's the boy of the gate. (laughs) That's his name. And so as we're getting back on, you know, I'm getting ready to embark upon writing another book and I'm writing it as a fiction and I've never written fiction before, but I know the power that people love to get wrapped up in stories, but I'm going to wrap um, my story and coaching and wisdom uh, in the story. And some of these people, and there's my Maverick right on cue. Are you right on cue? That's the boy. I'm going to wrap it all in stories and bring, and there's people who are coming in. Sorry, this is just it. Like when you work from home, you know, you have an eight pound lion. He's always on guard. But anyways, so I'm, I'm super excited because there's people that are going to be part of it that were part of my journey. Um, but she's a warrior and, um, warriors, the warrior's mission is to go and find those Tanya's of the world. Those one, because it, it, it only takes one friend. And I decided to be the one to change the generational curses in my family. I decided to be the one that wasn't going to settle for average. I decided to be the one that would leave my family and take up my cross and follow Jesus because he changed my life. He healed me. He delivered me. And he is the Lord of my life. I decided to be the one. And so that's what the book is going to be about warrior, this warrior woman. Her name is Abigail. And that's the the name that the Lord gave me, but it's really my story. Um, So anyways, and then there was the girl with the tattoos. I didn't know her name either, but she impacted me. I just remember they sat actually behind us at dinner every single night and I could see it. I could see that something traumatic happened to that family and they were still healing from it, but they were celebrating. It was awesome. So friends, thank you for listening to this uh, episode of Real Talk with Rachel. I'm so thankful um, that I have you listening I'm so thankful that I get to do this and I'm so thankful. And here's one thing I want to tell you, leave the places better than when you found them. That's the point here. So I was like, Lord, send me (laughs) back to Santorini, send me back to Rome, send me back to Hawaii, send me to new places. I'll go. I will go because I'm committed. I'm committed for the mission of finding the one because we know the power of one. And so you have that power too. just remember, leave it better than when you found it. We'll see you next time.
Well, how's that for some real talk? Let me know if any of that resonated with you. Shoot me an email at rachel at racheltucker.com or connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. I'd love to hear your thoughts. See you next time.